Our podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you have not heard about Anchor, it is the easier way to make a podcast. It's free, and they give you great tools and resources. Download the free Anchor app on your phone, or go to anchor.fm to get started. A-N-C-H-O-R. That's Anchor. That's Anchor. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Hoops R Us. I have been waiting for this episode all season. So this All-Stars, he started going off in the beginning of the season, so I knew I had to wait. And now, at this point, I have to say, Stephen Curry is going to win MVP. So guys, welcome to the Stephen Curry episode. So before talking about Stephen Curry, I want to give you guys a little update on what's going on in the NBA. So, we got LaMelo Ball is back, and his Hornets are in the 8th seed. So, the Hornets and the Pacers are fighting for that spot. Then we got the Warriors, who just made the 8th seed, like, last game. And them in Memphis, oof. Memphis stand, Memphis record is 32-32, and and their record is 33-33. and So, that's a little battle right there. We also got the Knicks. They're in the fourth seed. I know what to say about the Knicks. They, I can't say they're horrible anymore. That's the funny part. And actually, since the 2012 to 2013 season, this is the first time that the Knicks clinched a playoff spot. So that's happening. And then LeBron came back, but his Lakers are in the sixth seed. So he's been out for a little too long, and I know what's going on with that. The 76ers are back on the first seed as well. And we got the Nets right behind them and the Bucks as well. And, hey, after Jamal Murray's injury, I mean, I think the Nuggets, they're still in the fourth seed. And Jokic or Curry, it's Jokic or Curry for MVP. But I still got to believe in my boy. Stephen Curry. Yay! So one day in 2016, I was in Buffalo Wild Wings, right? And I was just watching the TV. And there I see NBA right there. First time ever seeing it. It was the Warriors versus the Thunders in the 2016, I want to say, Western Conference Finals. So it was game six, right? And there I saw him. Stephen Curry right there. Number 30. I was like, wow, this guy looked so much like me, though. We're both small, because he looked like the smallest guy on the court, really. Uh, we're both not that very strong, not like a LeBron James strong. But, you know, that made me feel like I should start playing basketball, maybe. You know, and be like this guy. So, so the Warriors beat the OKC that, that um, round. And I had kept following the playoffs to see mostly how Stephen Curry was doing. There was Game 7, 2016 NBA Finals. Warriors versus Cavaliers. There, that's where the Cavs pulled that upset, that, that upset right there. Coming back from a 3-1 lead. 
and we were 73 and 19, which I did not know at the time, but we were pretty, we were a pretty good team. And game seven right there, my disappointing loss in the Warriors Nation. So <clears throat> the next day, I had to start. I felt bad for Curry. I was like, now many, and I, I had a phone at the time. Many of the news saying Curry was not good anymore. Uh, he might not, he might not make another championship. And I believed in him really. I mean, although they got Kevin Durant that year, yada yada yada, super team. But I, I had this confidence in Stephen Curry that that I still keep to till now, to this day. I still believe in my guy all the time. So coming out of high school, before going to Davidson, Stephen Curry was unranked and graduated in class 2006. And back in this top 100 camp that he went to, here's what they had to say about him. He couldn't have been much bigger than 6 foot 1 and 150 pounds at the time. And you could see that he had a great feel for the game. And he wouldn't miss it if left open. However, with a slow release at the time, he had to be wide open. And he didn't get a lot of opportunities to show what he could do during camp. That shows that he, they're underestimating him then. But after reading this book, I realized his father taught him a new way how to shoot the ball faster. So he basically told him that the other, case came, the other kids can be taller than you. But if you bring your shoulder up and learn how to shoot faster, they won't be able to stop you. So Stephen Curry was born in 1988 in Ohio. Fun fact, actually, he was born at the same hospital as LeBron. So he was born in Ohio, but he was mostly growing up in Charlotte because his dad went to the Charlotte Hornets. And growing up as a kid for Stephen Curry, many people always used to call him weak, small, not, sh not talented enough. But he always made that his dedication. And when he was in college, he wanted to go to a college his dad went to, which was Virginia Tech. But the review about him was that he's too skinny, uh, he doesn't fit with us, and we need more stronger point guards, you know, who can pretty much, pretty much like dunks and stuff like that. So, there was only one coach, or one college that wanted Stephen Curry which was Davidson College. And there was a coach who had believed in Curry, which his name was Bob, right? And he basically knew that Curry, he basically knew Curry was going to prove them wrong. That Curry is good. He's dominant. So Curry did three years in college. He averaged in his freshman year, he averaged 21.5 points, being the conference front, the conference freshman of the year, but his team got eliminated in the first round against Maryland. In his sophomore year, he averaged 25.9 points, being a second-team All-American, losing in the third round against Kansas. In his final year, he averaged 28.6 points, being a first-team All-American, but his team didn't even make the NCAA tournament. In the 2009 NBA draft, he was picked the 7th pick 
meaning there were six players drafted before him. Let me name those players right now. I got Blake Griffin picked as first. Fair enough, you know, Blake nowadays Blake Griffin's a pretty is a pretty damn good basketball player. Uh Hassan the Beat. Hassan Hassan the Beat was the second pick. As we all know, I'm pretty sure it's not a really good player, guys. Uh we got James Harden, you know, MVP already. He's he's good enough to be a third pick before Curry. Uh Tyreek Evans. So I think he was good for that season. Cause I I know that that season Tyreek Evans actually won Rookie of the Year with the Sacramento Kings. So I think he was good for that season. But ever since he left Sacramento when he went to Indiana, he was not really doing good things off the court, which made him suspended. And is he even is he even in the league anymore? I think he's even out out of the league because of many things that he did pretty bad that were pretty badly off the court. The next pick was Ricky Rubio. I can't say he's a bum. I can't say he's that. He's well, he's definitely not better than Curry. But Ricky Rubio, I mean, and funny part is this is Minnesota's pick. Minnesota had back-to-back picks, meaning they could have easily drafted Stephen Curry right there. But they pick a, Ru- a Ricky Rubio and a Johnny Flynn. And another team, actually... So this was a team that actually really wanted Curry, the New York Knicks. So right after, so the pick after they actually drafted Curry, there the Knicks was, right there. So they were thinking of Stephen Curry, but then realized that, well, the Warriors took him pretty much. So then there was Johnny Flynn, then right there, right after him, Stephen Curry. And it's funny how, if you picture it, if you picture it, imagine Stephen Curry being on the New York Knicks. Would he have been traded? Would he have been good? Would he still been in the New York Knicks now with Julius Randle, RJ Barrett? Who knows if they would even get picks like that, though, because they would probably be good with Stephen Curry. So I want to mention the most memorable game that I had of Stephen Curry. So it was actually the Warriors versus the Rockets. 2019 NBA Playoffs, Game 6, Semi-Finals. Funny part was, Kevin Durant was not playing because of his little calf injury. Shouldn't to be torn Achilles, but hey. So this, so the Rockets were beating the Warriors by like 30 points, ending halftime. Curry had no points at halftime, which was pretty crazy, right? So finishing halftime... The final two quarters, Curry went off. 33 points. And this had, Curry has probably done this before, but this is more memorable to me, this specific game, because I was actually watching it live. I was not hearing about it in the news. I was not hearing, oh, did you hear it? Stephen Curry has 33 points in the final two quarters. I had watched it all there, all on my TV. and. It had taught me that even if your team is down by, like, whatever, 50 points, just to never give up. It's like you always have an opportunity to still get the win. And, whew, when I saw that boy pop off, oh, he, she, he went off, off.
33 points in the final two quarters? God, that's just, that's, um, that's Clay Thompson. Oh, God. And he was, it was perfect. It was so perfect because right there, I turned on the TV right there when I saw, all right, it's halftime right now. Let me see the stats. What? Curry has no points. We are down by like 20 or 30. This is unbelievable. And then there, I'm like his good luck charm. There I watch him on TV and he just pops off. 33 points. Bang, bang, bang. And this is, that was inspiring for me, I gotta admit. And even though it was pretty recent and I had still loved Curry before, it had set the tone for me because I was even playing in the basketball league at the time. Set the tone for me to be a leader and don't give up when you're playing these type of games because you always have an opportunity to win the game. So guys, speaking about Stephen Curry's stats and crazy games, let's talk about his stats right now. Because my boy, he's got if if his team makes the eighth seed, everybody knows it. He's gonna win MVP for sure. So Curry is averaging thirty one point six points making him the lead, the leader in points of the whole league. 5.5 rebounds and 5.8 assists. That's just unbelievable. And his recent games, 34 points against Oklahoma, 37 points against Pelicans, 41 points against Pelicans, 30 against Houston, 37 against Minnesota. This is too easy for him. And I think he has a great chance of winning MVP if the... Only if the Warriors are the AC, which they are right now, but they might do that play-in tournament uh, against the Grizzlies. But I think I think that's only if they like tie with their record or something, which they are not. So, I mean, the Warriors they have a chance to make the playoffs. It might end short, though. Not gonna lie, because we have to play the first seed, which is the best team in the West. But we just gotta turn to we believe Warriors right there. And I'm very confident in my team. What if Clay comes back for playoffs? If Clay comes back in the playoffs, oh my gosh. That's going to be a miracle. And then, wow. If Clay talks, and there's a good chance of that happening because he's been doing great in rehab and everything. And, well, if Clay comes back, we'll see the Splash Bros dominate every single team. In the league. I mean, let's be honest. Another thing, though, if that actually happens, let's say we end up playing like a Lakers team. LeBron has not been consistent with playing actually on the court. AD either. They've been both injured so many times. I think LeBron's injured again after he just came back. I'm not sure, but Kawhi Leonard was just out for like so many games. Paul George, uh, he's pretty consistent this season. But there are a lot of superstars who are not consistent. Although, although, Clay Thompson torn his ACL and his Achilles the next year. So, it's all a matter about being consistent with how injuries go. Because you never know. You, Stephen Curry could be out for the whole playoffs and then boom. There goes our playoff chances.
All right, Sander. So you just wrapped up the Stephen Curry episode. Mm-hmm. I know you've been waiting for that episode for a while. And your boy has been going off. I think every time I look at my text messages, an update <laughs> from ESPN, I see Curry doing something wild. It's 30 points before halftime. It's 50 points here, 45 points there, going off left and right. And mm-hmm. I mean, they look like they're about to make the playoffs. Yes. You know, so Curry's been carrying that team on his back. Um, This is what makes this more interesting to me is that he's playing better now than he played his two MVP seasons. That's true. So that's very interesting. He has way less help this year than he did those two MVPs. So like I said, I know you've been waiting on this episode for a while. Uh, How did it feel? How did it feel to, uh, to make a... A Steph Curry episode, your favorite basketball player of all time. Uh, what were your thoughts on the episode? Uh, it felt great, man. I always wanted to do this this whole ep- this whole podcast, and it felt great to talk about you know my favorite player. You know how I liked him, how I never doubted him, how I am always confident, and how you know how I started liking him. And I think this episode is really great. Yeah, that's awesome. So. There you are. You're sitting in Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm probably having a beer somewhere. <laughs> and you're seeing this little guy just dominate on the court. So I know you mentioned some of that in your episode, but how'd you feel just as a kid watching the smallest guy on the court pretty much dominate and make everything? Uh, I felt like an inspiration because, uh, for example, like in recess, I'll do horrible. I'm so short. I can't even reach the hoop. And I see this small, I see this small guy like shooting all these threes, shooting all these layups, getting past this person here and there. Great defenders on him, getting double team. It's like it was such an inspiration, and it made me want to work harder. I want to what I want to accomplish. All right, all right. So last one I got for you. So Steph Curry hasn't really been in the talks for MVP, but I think he's really changed that over the last couple of weeks because he's just been going off and I'm seeing highlights. He's getting double team, triple team. He's going around four or five screens and he's still getting his shot off. So do you think he deserves the MVP over Joel Embiid, over Jokic, over all these other candidates? I mean, I think the freak is also, the Greek freak is always in the running because he's up there all the time. Um, maybe James Harden. He's been he's rounded out his game lately, and he's been the only consistent player on the Nets from a health perspective and just from a playing perspective. So, do you think Steph Curry's gonna get some some considerable votes for MVP this year? I think if the fans and coaches respect the fact that Curry has been doing this by himself, you want to talk about Embiid, right? Embiid has Ben Simmons. So if Embiid is like out, you got Ben Simmons helping your team there. If Nikola Jokic is out, well, Jamal Murray, I know he's out for the season at this point, but before that, you got Jamal Murray and you got Michael Porter. Well, Michael Porter, he's all right, but you got Michael Porter helping your team. Curry, if he's done, the Warriors is done. So I think if they respect him enough, I think he's going to win MVP. And plus Harden, he has a super team behind him. So even if he's out for whatever personal reasons, you got Kyrie. Let me just score easy 40. Durant. Oh, let me just score 40 with you, Kyrie. All right. It's like it's 
is so he does not have any help. And I think if they base it off on that, I think Curry's going to win MVP. All right, so last one for you. Do you prefer Curry to get MVP? Or do you prefer that the Warriors upset the one seed and make it to the next round of the playoffs? Upset the first seed all the way, man. (laughs) Upset the first seed because... For other teams, that's just going to change the perspective of what they think about the Warriors. And many teams think the Warriors just suck in general, even though they're making the playoffs. And let me just tell this to all all these teams, we're coming for you. The Warriors are coming for you you guys. Watch out, man, because Curry, woohoo, he'll score 70 points just to stop you guys. There we go. So there you have it from the number one Steph Curry fan finally getting his Steph Curry episode up and out on his podcast. Thank you all for listening to Hoops Are Us. Uh, this is Sander and his dad signing out. And uh, thank you all for listening. See you guys. See you Hoops Are Users. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>